G'day everyone, welcome to another edition of Wrestling Hostile. This one's a special edition, it's uh, R-Block. Alex, how are you today? I am good, I am just as, maybe a little bit more in the loop about this than our listeners, but I literally am just reading the rules about all this as as we get on the air here, so I look forward to finding out what in the heck I'm doing here. <laughs> So it's an idea I came up with when we um were talking about the podcast late last year and um sort of wrestling meets footy tipping focused on the New Japan pro wrestling calendar tournaments. So it was something we had discussed. We were originally going to start it at Best of the Super Juniors, then COVID hit, and then we were working like crazy, so we didn't have time to sit down and plan out a New Japan Cup before that happened. So we're starting with this New Japan Cup of America that got announced last week. Points are awarded for each correct wrestler chosen prior to the tournament beginning. After each event, points are tallied into the R-Block leaderboard, which runs in sync with the New Japan calendar, so that's from January 5th to January 4th. Any questions sort of there, Alex? Now that all makes a lot of sense to me. The way the points system will work is... For single elimination tournaments, that's your New Japan Cup, uh, which runs in March normally, your New Japan Cup of USA, which starts this August, or even the Super J Cup, which they did last August. You get one point for either the first round, the second round, or the quarterfinals. You get two points for a semi-final correct guess, and you get three points for the final if you Guess correct the winner. In a round robin tournament, uh, so there's either the two block tournament format, which is your best of the super juniors, which runs April and May, or your G1 climax, which runs July and August. You get one point for each block winner correctly guessed. Then you get two points for each uh, overall block winner advancing to the finals and you get three points for the tournament final winner. In a one-block tournament, that's your Young Lion Cup, which ran last September, uh, the Super Junior Tag League, which runs October-November traditionally, or the the World Tag League, which runs November-December traditionally, you get one point for a block match, two points for the second team on the table, and three points for the first team on the table if there's no final. Otherwise, you get two points for each finalist, uh, sorry, and three points for the overall finalist winner. So would you like me to go through the prize? Yeah, go for it. We've tied this into your game show, the Fruity's Ultimate Game Show, and the yearly winner of our block will receive an advantage in the first Fruity's Ultimate Game Show of that calendar year, regardless of the fancy calendar. You will receive... A. One draft of a free agent wrestler or non-wrestler from any list below. That'd be the AAA Hall of Fame, the All Japan Women's Hall of Fame, the Hardcore Wrestling Hall of Fame, the Impact Hall of Fame, the NWA Hall of Fame, the New Japan Pro Wrestling Greatest Wrestlers list, the Stampede Wrestling Hall of Fame, the WCW Hall of Fame, or the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame with the exclusion of Chris Benoit. B. One draft of a current champion or non-wrestler from any list below. All Elite Wrestling or Japan Pro Wrestling. 
CMLL of Mexico, Cyberfight, which is the former companies of Pro Wrestling Noah, DDT, Tokyo Joshi Pro, and Gumbe Pro Resu, Dragon Gate, Impact Wrestling, Insane Championship Wrestling of Europe, AAA of Mexico, Major League Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, New Japan Pro Wrestling, including New Japan of America, Over the Top Wrestling from Europe, Progress Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Eve of Europe, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, Rev Pro Wrestling of Europe, Ring of Honor Wrestling, Shimmer Wrestling Athletes, which includes their sister promotions, Shine Wrestling or Rise Wrestling, WXW of Germany, Stardom of Japan, or the WWE, which includes NXT and NXT UK. C. Two special advantage cards, good for 12 calendar months. One save card, good for any leave disadvantage drawn against you. And one block card, good for any disadvantage drawn against you. However, you cannot use your save or block card against a wellness violation disadvantage. And if any of that doesn't take your fancy, you can go for the option B advantage, giving up all above stated advantages in return receiving A. One Legends pick from someone outside mentioned companies in the past month. For example, can't be Taz because he's in AEW, can't be RVD because he's in TNA, but could be someone like Sid Vicious or Alex Wright. The correct examples. 2. One rising star pick from someone inside mentioned companies in the past month, but can't be champion or had a champion inside that company in the past month. So, for example, they can't have been NXT champion and caught up onto Raw as a non-champion. Yep. Three, a forced trade picked in a like-for-like -like trade with your rival. So you can still X-Pac from me if you want and give me whatever single wrestler you want. I don't think you're in any danger of losing X-Pac. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you, man. And then D, one potluck draw, pick a number... And Alex will draw out a number out of the advantage-disadvantage deck. So if I said number seven, you draw out seven of your advantage or disadvantage cards, and number seven is the one that will happen. Okay. So the other six that you draw out just go back into the pool. What do you think of that, Alex? Sounds really good. There's lots of interesting options on the table by bringing this up. Yeah, and there's a few few wrestlers in there like we were saying um sabu for example is in the hardcore hall of fame you have ken shamrock in the impact hall of fame you have dynamite kid in the stampede hall of fame you've got brock lesnar in the wrestling observer hall of fame and you've got ray mysterio jr in the triple a hall of fame yeah yeah there's some really really good choices is Great Muda in the New Japan Hall Greatest Wrestlers thing? I can have a quick look if you like. I just want to know if Great Muda is up for grabs for no particular reason at all. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> I believe he's already in the Observers. Well, if he's in one of them, that's cool. He'd have to be. Despite what I say and how I've been booking, I'm more than just... Uh, mark for the big guys. I do like Great Muda as well. <laughs> no, he's not. Oh, my God. 
All right, I'll figure a way out. Might have been the uh, time when he was uh, running his own promotion there for a while. Yeah, that might be it. Any hoozle, let's get into exactly what this R block, this edition, yes. So we're going to be talking about the New Japan Cup of USA. Interesting. Tournament they announced uh, last week on their New Japan Strong Series. Uh, these will be airing Fridays or Saturday mornings for us lucky Aussies. It's an eight wrestler single elimination tournament to determine a challenger to the IWGP US title. Do you remember who the US title holder is? I sure do. It is a dedicated New Japan wrestler, John Moxley. Correct. So, yeah, they got the title off of Moxley, put it on Archer, and then put it back on Moxley. (laughs) Yeah, I... I was so shocked that Moxley walked out of Wrestle Kingdom with that title. Yeah, I I've still don't know. Especially, like, knowing now that Lance Archer did end up leaving, Archer not being the champion isn't the shock there. It's the fact that Juice didn't end up getting the title back. Yeah, I think hindsight, I would have gone Juice beats Archer and then beats Mox, so you've got a dominant... US champion who can wrestle in the US for this new promotion you're trying to build around. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, from there, do you want to discuss night one, round one? Quickly, before we get into that, John Moxley has a contract with, like, AEW where he can't compete for New Japan on American soil. So I wonder how they're getting around this, or did... AEW make a compromise to sort of clear things up booking-wise for New Japan so they can have a champion that can actually defend the title. Is whoever's going to win this tournament most likely going to end up beating Moxley? Like, there's a few questions around this. Also a matter of when do you decide to act upon Moxley? Do you strip him like you did with the the typhoon situation or do you sort of sit and wait and see if he can travel even to um i suppose you won't be able to do it in canada yeah but the borders shut. yeah but i was saying like even a few months time could you send guys down to cmll and have a iwgp us title in a C- cmll ring Possibly. Maybe they might be able to find the Impact World title while they're down there. Oh, jeez. Night 1, August the 8th, Round 1. Match A, Carl Fredericks versus Kenta. Match B, Jeff Cobb versus Tungaloa. Match C, David Finley versus Chase Owens. And Match D, Brody King versus Tamatonga. So, Match A, no surprise, I think Kenta's going over... The young one in Carl Fredericks. Yeah, I have to agree. I'm going to pick Kenta for that one as well. Um, although this is the sort of tournament that New Japan loves to throw in a throw in a big surprise, and that would be probably the only massive surprise they could throw on this whole tournament. But I really doubt. I really doubt it. B Jeff Cobb. Tunga lower. I'm going to have to go Jeff Cobb here. I think 
he gets the win here, faces off with um, Kenter in the next round, you're not going to want two Bullet Club members facing off in a second round. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on that. I'm picking Jeff Cobb. I think we're going to have the exact same picks for this entire tournament. Um, I really think they kind of screwed the pooch a little bit, putting Jeff Cobb and Kenter on the same side of the brackets. I think it could have provided a bit more unpredictability before the finals if they had... Cobb and Kenta on separate sides of the brackets. So match C, David Finley, Chase Owens. I'm going to have to go David Finley here. You know what? I am going to mix it up. I'm gonna, I can't believe this, but I'm going to pick Chase Owens because I think there's a good chance for an upset in this next match. D, we've got Brody King, Tama, Tonga, I'm going to have to choose Tama here to get the win. Yeah, and I'm going to go Brody. I could potentially see Brody versus Kenter in the final looking at this bracket now. So from there, we have the winner of A versus the winner of B. Both of us said Kenter and Jeff Cobb. So where do you go for there? I'm going with... Yeah, I'm going to go Jeff Cobb. Ooh. Okay, um, I'm going Kenta. And then the winner of C versus the winner of D in the right-hand side of the bracket. So I said David Finley versus Tama Tonga. I'm going to choose David Finley there. Yourself said Chase Owens versus Brody King. And I'm going to pick Brody King for this one. Okay, so then the final on August the 22nd. Myself, I've chosen Jeff Cobb versus David Finley, and I'm going to go with David Finley. Yourself, Alex, for your final. I'm picking Kenta over Brody King in the final. Uh, Brody King goes through most of the tournament, knocking out Bullet Club guys, and just can't get quite over the last hurdle. It's sort of tough to to see where this goes, knowing there's no. Not knowing there's a definite match in the near future as well is sort of, do you leave it on somebody and they lose their title opportunity to someone or do they hold on to it for a long time and then challenge Mox or is Mox stripped and they become new champion from winning this tournament? It's a, there's a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah, they specifically like announced that the winner will challenge John Moxley. It's just whether or not that'll actually happen is a big question. But it makes me think that they must have something planned and they must have worked something out where they can actually have John Moxley come in. And I'm thinking, like, out of all the options here, what's the most odd? eye-catching match with John Moxley, it would have to be Kenta for me. And that's somewhat of a dream match, and Kenta beating Moxley for the title would be a really good spot for Kenta. Yeah, and I think just Finley getting that chance, being able to go in and dethrone Mox, something that Juice couldn't do and sort of take it from there would be um, an interesting story between those two teammates. Yeah, there you go, booking baby faces strong again, and here I am booking a heel territory again. I suppose that 
does it for this edition of R Block. We might chat to you as quickly after the finals, let you know some standout matches and where we stand in the points. Yeah, we might do a special uh, New Japan Cup USA review episode. Sounds good. Until then, peace out, humans. Toodles!